Monica alcoholic. <laughs> um, I want to say thank you to Chris for asking me to speak for her, with her and um, happy birthday to all the people who took chips tonight and the, the newcomers. My sobriety date is June 17th, 2010. So I recently took 12 years. Um, my beautiful firstborn child is here. I have two daughters, but um, my oldest is here with me. Thanks, sweetie. I, I told her that I may be talking about her a little bit, so I did give her a warning. Um, but um, as a, I'm not going to go back too far, but you know, just to go explain what it was like for me and like how I got here. Um, I was always a shy kid, naive and gullible, and I will admit I still am. Um, I lived in Saudi Arabia till I was 12. So I think that kind of contributed to me being naive and gullible and just not knowing a lot about things. Um, but anyways, we came back to the United States at the end of sixth grade, went to a new school for seventh grade, new school for eighth grade. Finally, I get to high school. I'm like, okay, I'm going to the same school for four years. Wow. Like big deal, you know? But so I knew I was always a little bit different just because I grew up somewhere else and I didn't know anything about anything. Um, but, you know, that didn't bother me. I, I went to high school and my mom, you know, she taught all of us to just get involved. And so that's what we did. I was a band geek. I was in student council. You know, I was in yearbook. I was in everything. Like I didn't hang out. I didn't feel like, oh God, I'm different. I have to hang out with the kids who are smoking pot and drinking, you know, that I just didn't think like that. And, uh, I drank once in high school, uh, ditched school. My friends talked me into ditching school. We went out, got drunk, came back to school, saw the boy that I had a crush on. All of a sudden I had this liquid courage, you know, told him that I was in love with him. Then I puked right next to him. And uh, I was like, well, that really sucked and was embarrassing. I'm never doing that again, you know? And so I didn't, I was like, I, I was like, I had these goals. I'm going to graduate from high school. Then I'm going to go to college. Then I'm going to find a husband. And then I'm going to um, get a house. And then I'm going to have my first child by the time I'm 30. And I did all of that in that exact order. I didn't think about drinking. I never planned on becoming an alcoholic. And, you know, I drank when I was 21, when I was legally allowed to, because I was always a rule follower. Um, so I was like, okay, now I'm allowed to drink. And, you know, it started off, I was like, fun. And I was a little more talkative and people, you know, kind of liked me and whatever. And everything was great. It was just fun. So I was like, oh, this is kind of cool, you know? And then when I, uh, I met my husband, uh, we were dating and, you know, he drank. And so I started drinking more and that's just what happened. I, I started drinking more because we were together, you know, and still in the beginning, it was fun. It, it still was a lot of fun. Um, then we had our first daughter and, uh, you know, things had kind of started getting bad but it wasn't too terrible. And then, you know, I got pregnant. So I was like, I, I didn't drink. 
and I didn't drink when I was nursing. Then I had another daughter like right after that. So again, I didn't drink. Um, after my second daughter, things just got really bad. Like I would drink and I was like, I didn't know who, who was going to come out. Like this crazy Dr. Jekyll, you know, like they talk about in the book, Monica came out. It was like, sometimes I was fun. Sometimes I was a raging lunatic and mad and, you know, it was horrible. Uh, so in 2006, my, my, both my girls are very, very young. And I got in a huge fight with my husband and I got arrested for domestic violence and I was sent to jail. And I was like, what the hell is happening here? Like I have never been in trouble before and I was in jail. I got arrested on a Thursday. I did, I couldn't get out till Monday. It was like the worst thing ever. And I was like, oh my God, like this, something is wrong here, you know? But I didn't know anything about Alcoholics Anonymous. And the judge told me to go to Alcoholics Anonymous. And they said, as long as you stay sober for 14 months, we'll clear everything off your record. So of course I was good girl. I went to Alcoholics Anonymous, got my court card signed, did everything I had to do. Miserable during my marriage. I went to AA. I did not believe I was an alcoholic because I like heard all the differences. That's, that's all I heard was the differences. And, um, you know, 14 months is up. And I, I was like, I'm going to drink again. And it just happened to be the 4th of July. So the 4th of July freaks me out kind of, you know, but uh, so, yeah, so I start drinking again. But the one thing I, I went to all the meetings and I remembered all these women and men saying that it's a progressive disease and that it will get worse. Of course, even though I didn't believe them, I remembered them saying that. So I was out for three years it, and it, it took that long for me to come back. And of course it got worse. And my, uh, the night, my last drunk, I don't remember everything that happened, but uh, and I love you Tatum. And I know it was very traumatic for her, but um, I just remember, I do remember that she was afraid of me. She was seven years old and I could not, I was, I just wanted to die. I was like, oh my God, my kid is afraid of me. And the next day I went to Alcoholics Anonymous and I haven't drank since then because I was like, I am going to get sober for my kids. And that's exactly what I did. And I had this misconception that if I stopped drinking because I thought alcohol was a problem that you know, my marriage would be great. I would have this perfect life again, you know, blah, 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 blah. Well, that didn't work out, you know, um, because it turned out alcohol wasn't really the problem. It was my solution. I was the problem. But I learned that after coming back to AA. And even though I'm stubborn as all get out, um, it did take me a long time. So to, to, to figure that out, um, so, yeah, I mean, I, it took me five years to believe in a higher power. Um, but I came to meetings. I, you know, I listened to the message and I was scared enough about losing my kids that I didn't want to drink. And then somewhere along the lines, you know, after five years, it, I realized that I was getting sober for myself. 
I did end up divorcing her dad. Um, and, you know, went through some gnarly stuff with, with him and my kids, but I never drank over it. And I learned that in the meetings, like you don't have to drink over this because life still happens. Like that was another misconception that I had that life is going to be great just because I stopped drinking. And that just wasn't the truth because life still happens. I just have to figure out how to deal with it without drinking alcohol. And, you know, I, I, I survived all these things and it, and it's possible to survive all these things. You know, I, my feet were definitely trained to go to meetings and, and again, being in the community of AA, like I got involved, you know, I started, I, I did have commitments at meetings before COVID, you know, I made my own little community, you know, I listened to people, my sponsor did the steps, all that. Um, you know, and that's what's kept me sober. But um, I just want to finish off by saying this. I had a, another really big misconception that uh, everybody in AA is like always working towards, uh, you know, being a better person. And I found out that some are sicker than others. And I found that out a really hard way this year. I actually had something very kind of traumatic happened to me and uh, in my community of AA and it freaking messed me up. And Chris, our, our main speaker, literally has saved my life. And there's another person in this room. He knows who he is. Because I just, you know, I, I just, I don't even know how to explain it, but uh, it really took me down to a bad spot. And they have both opened my eyes to like a completely different side of AA and I'm so grateful for them like I literally owe them my life like today right now and I couldn't be more happy and I'm also happy that Tom didn't fall asleep <laughs> so I am uh, super grateful to be an alcoholic thank you